Hello, Tess. It sounds louder with the headphones on than it actually is when we're recording, um, but this is still pretty good. All right, should we doing the... <laughs> oh, we're breaking them open? Let's yeah, go. absolutely. Let's do it. There it is. Pretty crisp. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Yeah. immediate reaction that is good i'm telling you that's that's basically just lemonade you you are we all worried about germs you can try mine i'm fully vaxxed (laughs) brought my card just in case i like the strawberry one better i don't know i'm a peach guy i don't know peachy yeah there's been a lot of like my friends that carry around their their vax card and then like you just see it in their wall and it's just like all fucked up and <laughs> it's like it's fucking broken and yeah shit. oh my like, gosh it looks like your vaccine card got covid yeah yeah i uh i don't carry it around i honestly don't even know where mine went <laughs> Me I, neither, I, now that I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I can tell you, wait up. You know who the brains of the organization is? Brooke. She knows exactly where it is, probably. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I think after I got it, the vaccine, um, it was <laughs> not, COVID. not COVID. I didn't get it. I was a lucky one. Um, I had it in my car for like freaking like a month straight. Mm. It was just literally rolling around in the car. And then she's like, Me you too. really need to put that somewhere. And I'm glad that we did because I'm supposed to go to Vegas. Mm. In September for iHeart Festival. Oh, okay, sick. And they just emailed us saying that we have to show a vaccine card. Wow. Or proof of a negative test. Dang, that's crazy. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's got to be a pain in the ass to, like, do, like, security for that. Because you know you're going to have so many people there that <laughs> just show up and just bitch about not yeah. having a card. Or yeah, like- so instead of, we, instead of us... Uh, Instead of us freaking using using fake IDs, we're gonna we're gonna be using fake Vax cards now. People, are gonna, <laughs> yeah. it's like you gotta. It's a hassle. You gotta go get mm-hmm. a Vax uh, test, right? And then yeah. you have to do it within seventy two hours. And it's like, well, how fast can you get your result back? Mm-hmm. It, it's a pain. I mean, my friends flew to Hawaii too, and they had the same thing. Uh, wow. But yeah. I mean, it's cool that you're going. You to know, that. it is what it is. <laughs> like that's just how it is. This is really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you like I it. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I know you're a seltzer boy, and I've been, you know, I'm like literally addicted to these things. Um, I drink about three a day, so <laughs> it's it's a it's a bad, and they don't get me drunk or anything. It's just like it's basically just like it's I just mean, lemon. It, it literally just tastes like lemon. That's the yeah. Scary thing. So what's but, scary is if you get into it, you want to you if you you'll start wanting to drink them like on the job. You know, yeah, you're just, like. Like on a call, and you're just like a nonchalant. They're like, "What are you drinking, yeah. Gilbert?" <laughs> yeah, I feel like my lemonade. Your, your camera on. It's just like you're just <laughs> used to it, and they're like, "What are you? What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> oh, this has alcohol in it. I didn't know. I thought um, these weren't hard. My the the computer that I have for my work doesn't have a camera. Like oh, we really? have like this uh, like little block. It looks like basically like a, a shitty router, and so that, it doesn't have anything attached to it. So you you never have to. Oh, like, you have an actual yeah, like a little tower thing. An actual tower, mm-hmm. not a laptop. Yeah, that's so, interesting. Yeah, it's a hit and miss because like the the actual computer itself like sucks. Yeah, and it's super slow. But I guess the plus side is that you don't have to. Is it like? Is it like? Camera? <laughs> is it like? Uh, 
is it like wallet size? Not as small as a wallet, but like in that vicinity, it's, or does it actually stand up? Uh, like a it's, tower? it's it stands. It's it's basically like the the, the like computers a that were like the ones that we had at Finn, if you remember. How yeah, small it's yeah. basically like the same thing. Yeah, it's because it got like no RAM, no cooling. Yeah, you're in air. It's 117 out right now, yep. and it's just like <laughs> screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Making you go go back outside, up and down the stairs. You got four hundred spreadsheets open, and the RAM is just yeah, going, pretty so. much. It's like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> my computer's fan is on full blast all day really? at work. Like, oh, I feel like you're working. Okay. My laptop, my work laptop. Uh-huh. Yeah, it it's awful. It's an HP. They gave me an HP. I was like, oh my god. I honestly, I honestly said, <laughs> do we all get HPs? And he was like, I mean, you could get another. And I didn't want to be like that new hire, you know. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll take it but then it's it sucks like i i hate hp but that's just like a yeah you personal could bias. i mean you could request to change it out couldn't you yeah i could drop it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> call it it doesn't work anymore i don't know they yeah. mail it <laughs> back and mail it back it's just like shattered yeah <laughs> um i don't know if you've even listened to any of the previous episodes but i uh will usually do like an introduction for like who you are and that's basically it. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so Sam, uh, welcome to Between the Soup. Thank it's you. The, uh, it's the show where friends become closer friends, the show where um, conversation with Sam, with you, just completely vaporizes the soul. Um, it's the show where I basically talk to people I already know about experience that is unique to them. I'm not on Twitter, but you can follow the podcast Instagram at betweenthesoup.pod where I'll post updates on episodes and behind-the-scenes content. I'm your host, Gilbert, and today our guest is Sam, sad boy Sam Carlier. Uh, Sam and I bonded at, fir- at my first professional job at the Finn Exploration Company uh, whenever we would clock in and immediately go to the kitchen for Codename Project Serial. Uh, Sam has graduated from Grand Canyon University with a degree in business management and is currently working as a functional software consultant specializing in Microsoft Dynamics software implementations. Um, when he's not loving his job, Sam is the co-host of the podcast, The Film Crawl, where he discusses movie content and analysis on a variety of films. Sam also loves his wife, Brooke, video games, and EDM bankers. Sam, welcome to Between the Soup. Thank you, man. I feel like this is like my Hot Ones moment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like my that, early career Hot Ones moment. That's kind of like uh, a little bit with, uh, like the inspiration for yeah. the introduction, because like Sean Evans on that show is like such a good interviewer, mm-hmm. and he like is really energetic about listing out the accolades of whatever guests that he has. Yeah. Like, so I'm trying to do something similar, yeah. uh, because I think the the people that I have on do have like accomplishments of their own and they have cool lives but yeah the unfortunate part about it is that not a lot of people think that they do yeah so th- it's fun to like try to craft something that that is similar to to what's to on odd ones yeah i i th- i honestly had that point bring coming in here i said i was gonna t- i was gonna bring it up at some point that this well, show <laughs> reminds me of hot ones like even down to the table the you know yeah i mean it's different obviously yeah. we're not eating wings but we're drinking vizzies we're, we're um, not eating wings yet yeah not uh, yet let me let me call miranda <laughs> <laughs> hey go get those <laughs> hey. get those ordered uh, but no i think it's a great idea um i've listened to all three so far oh nice and i've enjoyed all of them like keaton was great i think we should look we should shorten the work day to four hours fuck mm-hmm. this eight hour nine hour bullshit oh, yeah. um we would definitely get the same amount of work done and kayla i just listened to it on the way down here nice. and obviously i listened to nicole's i gotta listen to nicole's oh, absolutely um 
also i'm at an advantage of listening to coles before coming here and i don't know what you're going to talk about with film crawl but yeah we can talk about yeah shit. that's true like if with her like she was one of the like the very first people that i um was able to record and so she and i to be honest had like not really a, a, any idea what was going on <laughs> dude i think like to keaton's points in his episode and the like kayla's and what i've heard i i got to like 40 minutes i think that one's like 45 so yeah. i don't think i missed too much no. but um was like we never know what we're doing like as creators like mm-hmm. you're just always figuring out along the way mm-hmm. um and we can go down a rabbit hole if we want for that but i think you got something good here and if you keep doing it like this is sick i like the setup you got to get video though that's the next step yeah that's a and that's a, a challenge on its own but yeah i figured crawl before you walk or whatever. definitely and that's what i'm saying you're you're always figuring it out mm-hmm. and then as long as you're producing the content and getting it out there uh-huh. like you're gonna definitely adapt it and make it better mm-hmm. because that's gonna be your personal drive to to get better yeah i mean you watch sure. I watch YouTube all day. I'm addicted to YouTube. I'm addicted to Vizzy's. There's two addictions. <laughs> like, we might as well just call this I'm addicted episode. But, like, I watch YouTube all day. I mean, you, I have the same setup like you do mm-hmm. at home for your work and computer. But I'm on my personal computer. <laughs> like, there's videos going on all day, and I think that's, like, a problem. But it's also something for me to, like, be inspired because I want to do yeah. a lot of different stuff. But I watch a lot of people that I find interesting takes. And I tell Brooke this all the time. You know, I you sit you watch Bachelorette and stuff on TV all the time. And I watch YouTube all the time. Like, YouTube is my TV. Mm-hmm. So, sure. um, yeah. I mean, thanks, dude. I, I really appreciate those, those words. And I was actually yeah. thinking about that today, too. Um, with, like, the sort of with what I was saying. With, like, walking before you or crawling before you walk. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, like editing right now is kind of like just a laborious process in itself because i I usually will listen to the entire thing once so i can get a a sort of bird's eye view of like what the content is and like what each talking point is and so it it gets like kind of exhausting and then i could always take the perfectionist view when i'm getting ready to publish it and say like okay maybe i should like listen to this again or and like fix something else yeah. or like make it like tweak it in all these little ways that are trying to make it perfect but i think if i if i did that on a regular basis like i wouldn't ever put anything out because i wouldn't i would constantly think that it's not good enough yeah but that's kind of what you were saying about it's a, it's just a process that you're figuring out there's probably not perfect things about that episode like i was trying different things with like the sound which i'm sure sounded a little bit wonky here and there Mm -hmm. or like even the editing parts or like just the process of me doing that but that's still like i don't know it's still like an opportunity for growth because then i can hear feedback from other people i can even just sort of learn from that whole editing experience or even that conversation experience itself and then just go on from there yeah which is also what you said like it it makes the the whole process more more fun and also it encourages me to keep going uh, to keep improving don't try to be a perfectionist and i know you guys you've talked about it with keaton (laughs) i know you talked about with nicole and Mm -hmm. stuff but like just don't try to i'm i'm a perfectionist it's a bad it's a bad habit it's never productive in a way in a good way like mentally mm-hmm. um it may be productive in your content but um like i said f- 
be a, try to be as efficient as you can. Mm-hmm. Editing podcasts is hard. It's oh, long. Yeah. There's a lot of cuts. There's a lot of ums. There's a lot of ands. Oh, like yeah. I know freaking people that edit their pod and they cut out the ums and likes. Mm-hmm. Holy I, I, shit, I, I dude! <laughs> you cut all of them or just no? Some not of them? not all of them. Yeah. Mo- most of the ones that like. The bad ones. Yeah, definitely the bad But I'm ones. talking, like, there's people that, like, go the Dude, full... Every single one. Yeah, and it's, like, I don't think... Yeah. That'd be a I don't think, rough. I don't think as a listener, and I'm saying this as a listener and as an actual creator on it, I don't think people care that much. I don't. Yeah, uh, I don't think so either. If it's more natural to me, that's better, but... And maybe there are people out there that really care, but maybe you shouldn't listen to podcasts. I don't know. Podcasts <laughs> aren't, like, meant to be in that form. If it's a YouTube video, like, and it's a short form, 10 minute, yeah. 5 minute, yeah, you're not going to sit there and have 20 ums through yeah. it. You're just going to cut that part out. I, I but, completely agree. Yeah, that, that's that's all I can give you right now, man. I One thing, get some mic arms. Uh, just like yeah the, the boom arms the boom arms and then and then camera down the line and then i think you're you're gonna be off to a good start yeah i think with the with the video thing too um it's also just expensive like it, i could i can technically use the that camera that i have right. there and and set it up but it'd also just be like one continuous like, one shot angle. the whole time yeah, yeah. and you kind of want to get like a different angle yeah. like one behind your shoulder and one yeah exactly mine. so that way and when you're talking it's like on, yeah. on you and that opens up the editing door a whole nother <laughs> yeah. door. like with audio and everything it just opens up a whole nother door I mean yeah I, I just move, definitely move my work monitors to my personal and then have like just this battle station for edits <laughs> <laughs> you got like 20 screens Cornets open in. I mean what I what we were doing when we were doing video on film crawl was and before covid which is always the freaking saying now but mm-hmm. um <laughs> i had i had the camera hooked up to the pc so mm-hmm. it was filming straight off the pc mm-hmm. taking our audio from the mics so i didn't have to match audio mm-hmm. that's but that's if, really good yeah if you do separate camera setups like most Mm-hmm. like high-end production You'd have to yeah, those it. audios are all separate so mm-hmm. you have to go and match them up that's that's a whole another thing like i i would get if i was doing that i'd pay someone because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to do it that's a that's a really good point it's just like a whole lot of a like just work in general because especially if you have so you would have in, in that case you would have three different three different angles so you take the footage from each one mm-hmm. and as the audio is going you're trying to find the right pieces of yeah what each person is saying at the right time so that way that the audio is synced which is in uh, so much in production i guess the thing is is like the clap or the snap or whatever you do prior to shoot to get that's where they start the audio match Mm. is like the clap but if you're a millisecond yeah (laughs) if you're like a millisecond off or like half of a second off Mm -hmm. that's kind of a lot but half of like you know i don't even know a tenth of a second off Mm -hmm. by the time that hour-long podcast ends your audio mismatch is so far off yeah you're gonna it's i'm gonna be my lips are gonna be moving and i'm not gonna be talking so that's that's a i mean that's just something to think about too like if i do start doing um video i probably would start off with just one one angle and definitely graduate to to more Especially because the equipment to do that would yeah. also costs a lot. And doing video doesn't prevent you from putting it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. It's your fucking pod. But, um, you know, getting it on as many forms as possible is always the best thing. Mm-hmm. 
uh, from experience, we've had, and I'm not flexing because it's not even that crazy, but Film Crawl's had 6,000 downloads in total. I was actually just looking at this to maybe if we brought stuff up like this, but, um, and 30% or yeah, 35% of that was all Apple Podcasts. Nice. And Apple Pod is still pretty big. And I, mm-hmm. actually, like, Spotify was only, like, 15, which I was actually pretty surprised about. And then the rest were just some jank website. So who even knows if that data is even real, but... What what do you use for hosting? We use Podbean, but I was actually going to move to Anchor because yeah. I have to pay $110 a year. Okay, yeah. And I'm kind of tired of paying for it, uh-huh. um, considering we don't really use the analytics that much, and they're not much better than what I think Anchor or other mm. free platforms even offer. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Anchor has restrictions, right? Like, like that. So that's cap. The, that's the one that I use. Uh, so far, there hasn't been any restrictions. Okay, I'd have to look into it, but I think there probably is a cap with like number of hours per. You month. You can have oh hours per month and total i think maybe that's um, what that's where i, I remember look when i was well, before we started i was mm-hmm. looking in all these different ones anchor and all this stuff and i decided well Podbean's f- cost money it's year mm-hmm. like i'll throw it at it that's fine but um i get unlimited storage mm-hmm. and you get like a quote-unquote website which is not really a website mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> like if i <laughs> have a yeah. film crawl about i don't even know what it is because it's not even legit enough for me to like tell people oh go to my website like no yeah. just go follow the twitter and instagram and yeah and, and then you, yeah if you wanted to even go further into like making the pod like a whole like a business thing you would also need to and keep in mind the, the like building a website for that too definitely and that's where i would go to build one mm-hmm. squarespace or wherever the heck but mm-hmm. um you could host your own you can host your own episode on your own website you can do that yeah, yeah, yeah. so if that's any a, that's like having your own rss feed though is, is also more work too it's more work but it's cooler right it's yeah like, i oh, got yeah. my website they're all there go listen to it that's but true. build a merch store in the website you know full thing but yeah. uh, it, it's it's one step at a time like you said and yeah it's definitely nothing if you're doing it for the money off the bat yeah but i also i'm glad you brought that up yeah but i also don't believe half the people that say that shit and keaton (laughs) and keaton talked to a little bit about it um and i really liked his point where he was saying you know you see all the youtubers you see all the content creators that have made it and they say oh just do this do that but you never see the people that fail because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that did exactly what people are saying mm-hmm. and they don't make it. Right. There's a lot of luck involved in it. But a part of me is also like not everyone out there that's made it has really thought I'm going to do my videos for f- like just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. Um, I think in the back of your mind, it's still there always. And I think that's just a cultural thing that we live in. And that, I don't know, maybe I'm just a fucking, I'm an asshole. But um, I think a lot of people think that way. And if you let that become the priority, then that's where you fail. Mm -hmm. But if you let that motivate you, that could help you, right? If you're thinking 20 steps ahead... Like, yeah, you're not going to, you're like we're talking about, you're not going to get video, you're not going to get three cameras right now, but, like, if you've had that foresight and you're, like, 
hey, here's the moment when I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. There's your first stretch goal, right? Yeah. When I get, I don't know, subs, like whatever whatever you're going to do, 5,000 subs, or if I get 20,000 downloads. Five subs. Yeah, five subs, like whatever it is. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, then I'll do my first, like, camera. Yeah. Like, that. that's how you should do it. Yeah. Um, but I think people that, like, just think it's going to happen overnight, that's that's the hard part, and... Yeah, it's a. I definitely agree with you when you said like it's, it's just kind of like a. It, it's probably like a cultural thing in the back of your mind, because everyone that I've talked to that um, asks asks me about the, the podcast like kind of has that question. It's like, oh, like are you are you, are you trying to to make this like a big thing? Are you are you gonna be the next Joe Rogan? I get <laughs> I get that all the time. Yeah, and I'm, I'm literally I, like every single time I'm just like I'm just trying to talk to my friends. Yeah, like, this is really just an excuse to to chill with people <laughs> honestly do uh, it that way and and that's gonna make the content better too i think yeah i think so too because uh, so, so. if i'm if i especially if i went into it like thinking like oh this is gonna be huge like i'm gonna make a ton of money or get really popular or whatever then i would also feel guilty of like sort of goading people into coming here and talking about their, their yeah. personal lives and then me sort of benefiting off of that that's just, <laughs> that's just shitty hey come come over here I, you're gonna make me you're gonna make me 10 grand <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean that that's you're, definitely you're helping me not work so that <clears throat> you can go back to work and and hate your life. hey if i could help you not fucking work i would do it because i hate work dude i just yeah. just i just figured out what? that i just hate working <laughs> just figured out what what do you what do you do for work now? Because you're you're not at Freshly anymore, right? No, I'm a software consultant. So, mm-hmm. how, I, long, how long have you been doing that? It's only going to be like my third month. Okay, coming Pretty up. Reason. Yeah, so um, I work. It's a company based out of Phoenix here, and they and basically I take a customer like a client, and they say, hey, I want to I want to go from QuickBooks spreadsheets to Business Central. Microsoft Dynamics, mm-hmm. and we take all the data, we format it, we set up their new system. It's oh, all okay. cloud-based right now. Mm-hmm. So, I just I'm like like it says I'm a consultant, but I also have to know like a million different things, which is actually very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like Kayla's in account was in accounting, right? Or mm-hmm. she still is from that episode. And, and I was laughing because like these clients expect me to know. Like the the accounting side of things, mm-hmm. like oh, if we do this when we pull the, I'm like I have no clue. Like yeah. I don't know what the book's gonna look like. <laughs> yeah. So like, but you don't want to say that and sound like not not that you're dumb, but you just don't want to sound make a, like a bad face for the company. Like yeah, oh your consultants don't know these things, and it it's like a weird line. You have you you'll definitely get the client where they're chill, and you're like honestly, I have no clue. I can. I'll mm-hmm. look it up, and let you know. But yeah. or you get the client that's like, well, you don't know. Like, mm-hmm. what? What am I paying for? Yeah, it, that's so. like. I feel like that's just like a just a facet of working with any sort of person external to the company. Mm-hmm. So when I when I was at Turo and I was working in in insurance claims, even though I'm only in like this sort of small subsection of of the company specifically with claims, they expect you to like be an expert at every <laughs> single thing that goes on. Yeah. And it's just like, no, not not at all. There's there's so many moving parts. But mm-hmm. as as a customer, I guess for some reason, a lot of people go in thinking like, okay, this is gonna be my main point of contact. They know everything. Yeah, you know what's going on. 
So when you don't, they're like, they get upset. Yeah, like, Business Central is an ERP, which is, you know, it's uh, enterprise resource planning is like the short term. So Mm -hmm. similar, if anyone's listening, they know Oracle, SAP, Mm -hmm. you know, those those types of softwares and this just happens to be the microsoft one but like there's a million different things in that package there's Mm -hmm. manufacturing there's warehousing there's finance there's hr there's sales there's service there's you know there's so many different things so Mm -hmm. that's why like at my firm where i work it's like everyone has their own um specialty Mm -hmm. like we have cpas that on staff that work in the system and they could tell and they are the ones i go to when people ask me crazy financial questions like (laughs) you know like with their their chart of accounts and i'm like looking at Mm -hmm. making adjustments to their accounts and i'm like i don't know if i want to touch this right now um and but you know they hired me on because i came from freshly and we were very food manufacturers so very heavy in that and they didn't they don't have a lot of consultants that do that and they want to get take more clients for that so Cool. So they'll put me on projects where they get a food manufacturer, right? Mm-hmm. So right now I'm on one that does fudge, but yeah, it's just a giant piece of fudge. <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, cool. So why? What made you decide to leave Freshly? It sounds like this was just a better opportunity or a better fit, or maybe you yeah, hundred percent. Tired of. Freshly, <laughs> I love Freshly. I think they. Uh, I mean, like all credit goes out to my boy Frank, who's my who's my prior boss. But he definitely gave me the shot to do this. Like I had no data analytical skills. I had no idea what an ERP even was. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as I knew, it meant erotic role play from like <laughs> from like World of Warcraft stuff. But like, uh, you know, I was working at. This was after Finn. Um, I was working at GCU, cold calling people all day. Oh, right, right, yeah. Jeez, man. And I was just like, I need to get out of here. I don't know. I didn't even, I didn't know if I wanted to do my master's. Still haven't done it. But um, I was like, I don't even know what I want to do. Like, this is, this sucks. Like, I want to work in technology, but I don't want to code all day. I don't even want to learn code. (laughs) I mean, I know some scripting for, like, SQL server stuff, but... Um, and, but I want to work in the business side of it. So I started finding business analyst roles and that was when, um, everyone calls it different business analysts, data analysts, um, you know, support, uh, support analyst, man, everyone calls it something different. And, uh, they had titled a ERP analyst and I literally, I just threw my application in there and they gave me a shot. Like Frank, the guy was like, Yeah. Let's do it. We'll, I'll teach you everything. That's that's really sick. That's, yeah. That's pretty hard to find, too. Yeah, and I was like, I can't turn this down, and I don't want to freaking cold call people all oh, day. Yeah. So I ended up going there, and, you know, team was awesome. I, I think it was a great experience for me because they were doing food manufacturing in this system that really wasn't made for food and manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So they were like pushing the, the limit of the system like mm-hmm. weird mods weird stuff to like make it work right like sticking the you know a square in a circle type thing and um sounds very startup-esque yeah and then they got bought by nestle um which was cool cool more, more funding blah 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 but i i was a i ended up managing like f- 
six sites, and that was including three on the East Coast, three on the West Coast. And I was the only ERP analyst in the whole company, mm-hmm. and I was like, I need help. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't be taking East Coast calls at 1 a.m. because they were 24-7, warehouses moving all night, errors pop up in the system, they call me, right? So it's mm-hmm. like my work-life balance was not that great, Yeah. and I was underpaid. I was underpaid because I had no experience. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. you know, taking yeah. shots at them for yeah. that. Yeah. Sorry, I hit the table. Yeah. Um, but I'm not taking shots at them for that. But that's definitely how business world works. So, um, I uh, external recruiter reached out to me on LinkedIn and was like, "Hey, have you ever thought about consulting?" And uh, I knew about this field because my boss that was at Freshly, he used to be a consultant. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not traveling. Like, I don't want to travel 80% of the time and do all this stuff. And he's like, no, I got a really cool firm. They don't travel much. They work from home basically only now because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And that's That's right. That's where I got talking to them. And they were like, yeah, we'll take you on. It was way more money, Mm -hmm. way more experience for me because now I can say, you know, I helped all these businesses implement their software and look at what look at what the businesses are you know they're like successful um instead of just being stuck at freshly where i'm only doing the one software one system one idea like you know like i said working with the fudge company now but next i might be working with a backpack manufacturer Mm -hmm. like that that's what yeah. Uh, so I just thought it would open up more doors down the line. Maybe yeah. maybe I could get into like a director role say, down you, you the line. Get, it something. sounds like you get more exposure with just like not only different technologies but different sorts of uh, just fields. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I was like, there's I can't really turn it down. Mm-hmm. So they offered it, and I was like, what? If, let's do it. So you're you were at Freshly for a while though, right? Like two three. Years? Two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, what was your what was like your favorite part about it? Because that—that's I was telling um, another friend that I was reporting with yesterday that like most people our age tend to like hop around from job to job yeah. trying to figure out what they want, um, and so like anything more than years is kind of a long time. So why? <laughs> Definitely now, yeah. I I think uh, I think uh, my favorite part was like the randomness of it at the at the part like mm. I was like ad hoc data analyzing things, you know, like. Hey, I, we need we need to know you know x amount of steaks we cooked like over mm-hmm. this course and like how much we wasted and yeah. like doing that stuff. So um, that was really fun. And then just like the projects, like the overall goal of the company, like hey, we really want to try to automate as much as we can. So how can we set up our system now to do most automation mm-hmm. um, and to relieve some of the stress of the the workers and I, I really liked connecting with like the warehouse teams and and the production teams and like learning about their struggles on with what I work in right mm-hmm. and then it's, it's easy to me because I've been doing it and to them it's alien mm-hmm. so that's exactly what I was saying that I was looking for when I went from GCU to cold calling people all day to I want to work in technology but I want to be business you know client facing mm-hmm. business side that liaison between the technology and the person yeah so that's exactly what i kind of got um and it was just fun to like see the projects come to fruition everyone was chill you know it wasn't like a crazy 
there was at first it was a good work-life balance but then they started opening plants like crazy you know mm-hmm. they're, they're they were growing they're growing like crazy and it just started becoming more o- overwhelming mm-hmm. and it honestly i feel kind of bad because i was uh leading training on these systems and it became like a real burden like i can't train all these people like there's no way for me to handle 2 a.m a p.m shift on the east coast on the west mm-hmm. coast like you can find me all over you want but like it's not gonna work they need someone on site to like be there because right. that's where they grow the most so i think um like you said people should not be ashamed of leaving their job after a year Mm. like yeah our generation's built to be moving around it's weird that that's kind of like frowned upon too Uh, i think it used to be but not anymore anymore yeah like i don't know that's just my perspective everyone can see it differently but um like my parents thought i was crazy like because i would just like for moving around yeah oh. like I, I worked before finn i was at the uh-huh. at the bank and then now i'm a freaking working mm-hmm. at a startup with with my boy gilbert and then you know <laughs> i'm at i'm at gcu cold calling people like i was just like it's just i told them like it's just the way it is i mean yeah i was uh, gonna say that too maybe it's like a generational perspective of like it's frowned upon because yeah. like people our age probably don't think that it's weird because we know so many people who have jumped, yeah. jumped around from job to job or have experienced that ourselves exactly um but perhaps i don't know for certain but like maybe older generations like would see like oh you just go to a job and you stick with it for 20 plus years i mean my dad's been at his job for like 25 years yeah, I mean, like yeah. Since before I was born. Yeah. Can you imagine working for Finn for twenty five? <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, yeah, and I feel uh, also newsflash: if you're like hurt on a promotion or pay, mm-hmm. yeah, look outside your company. Like, holy shit! Yeah. You are getting railed when you find out how much you're missing in pay mm-hmm. because that company that keeps you around and they give you the three five percent a year that's great that's awesome but the market is moving 10 20 percent like and that's what i found out with freshly like i i just started looking at business analyst roles same exact roles amazon or like other companies right they're paying 20 percent more starting and that's out of college for some of these roles and i'm Mm -hmm. like I'm getting boned here. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. And that's what I told them when I left. I was like, honestly, well, because I was getting into consulting, I was like, I there's nothing you can really do. If you matched it, that's mm-hmm. great. Like, I expect, I really appreciate it. But I'm going to leave regardless because I think it's better experience overall. Mm-hmm. But if it was, like, me going to, like, another business analyst role mm-hmm. and they matched, like, I probably was, would stay just because I liked the co- the company culture that much yeah but, and, and yeah th- that's worth something in its own too like uh um, that's also scary like staying at a job after you said you would leave and then they matched and then you're like oh i'll uh, stay yeah because it's kinda, like it's awkward they kind of yeah they kind of they're like haha got you bitch <laughs> <laughs> next day you come in they're like hey you're fired yeah. <laughs> I think about that a lot. Yeah. Like if that, if that happens, you just like because you don't, you really don't have Dude. control of that. But yeah, I like I like that you that you brought that up too because I think about like how 
like for my job like for for what i do and like the kind of role title that i have like it is what you said like i can i can look around and there's job titles where i do the exact same thing that i'm doing but being paid like like you said like 10 20 percent more yeah um but for me it's like i feel like the the work-life balance that i have in addition to like how amazing my boss is it's yeah. like is almost priceless the the 10 to 20 percent does not outweigh your work-life balance mm-hmm. and i think like work-life balance is way more cru- like yeah that should be your top priority mm-hmm. and 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 so yeah and then that's like uh, a huge reason why I can, I can see myself at the the place that i'm at now so for uh, if i hadn't mentioned it before for everybody i work as a as a business analyst for a, a company called penny mac which specializes in, in home lending so if you want to buy a house let me know <laughs> if you want to buy a house let me know because my wife's a realtor oh, yeah. so, so massive so, gains here so like. so is my mom so <laughs> well so shit you, we're not gonna get, lose the gilbert's mom <laughs> we're, we're not gonna win the gilbert's mom you gotta you gotta you gotta pick a side civil war <laughs> <laughs> the sign uh, the Oco- Soco- uh, <laughs> the sokovia accords um what was i saying oh yeah yeah so um no, I fucking just forgot again. <laughs> your work-life balance, figuring it out. You're working as a business analyst. Uh, you looked around 20, 10%, 20% doesn't mean shit because of your... Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I was just going to mention just like for... Um, oh, oh, that's what it was. Okay, so for... You were saying that work-life balance is, is important and it, that should be the priority. So it means that much more when not only do you have a work-life balance, but you also have management who supports that as well. Exactly. So yeah. so my boss, for instance, like um, I recently had a grandmother pass away that I was really close I'm to. I'm sorry, bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but so when she was in the hospital, she could only get visitors every, every so often just because of, of COVID. COVID. Yeah. yeah. And so when I had an opportunity, I, I asked my boss, like, hey, can I can I leave a little bit early today? Like, I can get this stuff done before this time. Like, yeah. that way all this stuff isn't, isn't going. And she was just like, no, you, you should just leave right now. Like, like take care of your priorities. Take care of your family. Like, it'll... The hell are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's like... But she's been supportive of that the, the entire time. Like, not just not just like a, a death in the family like that, but for, for anything. Like, yeah. if, you're, if you're sick or if... Uh, you know, if you just have something going on in the like during the week that was either fun or exciting, she's like supportive and there for you, and yeah. that's, that makes it just a world of difference compared to other other managers that I've been under that I know that you've been under, where they all they care about is just the work that's being done because they they may may not be getting pressure from someone above them. Yeah. So it's like they'll forego seeing you as even a human just so that way they can get their job done which makes that experience so, so, so they much can worse. get their work life balance yeah over oh you. yeah yeah that's yeah. that's another way of thinking about it like yeah. it's uh it it on top of work life balance just american culture in general so it's like disgusting dude like <laughs> the fact that we get 2 weeks a year yeah 52 weeks a year right 52 really uh and we get 2 weeks off mm mm-hmm. That's the standard. Yeah. If anyone is out there getting more than two weeks, f- freaking stay there for a long time. Because I think it's absurd that, like, companies, that is the standard. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's absolutely insane. You look at other cult- other com- cultures, New Zealand, even freaking Europe, like, everywhere, 
They're, they're on holiday. They call it holiday, and it's months. It's yeah. a month at a time you get off, and, and you get of, your position back, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, a lot of those places are, are not eight-hour work days either. What are we getting done more? <laughs> what are we getting done more? What is it proving, like, in the world economy? Like, what is it really proving? Like, I don't know, because... You know, I don't want to get too crazy in the politics and stuff, but I just don't, I don't think we're, like, very well off economically, you know, I guess, or I guess we are if you look at it, but mentally, this mm-hmm. country is, like, in a hurt, dude, like, two weeks is insane, I, um, we just, we're, we just booked our Europe trip, mm-hmm. uh, and that's, that's it. For a whole day. <laughs> <laughs> we booked it for, like, 15 yeah, days, yeah. right? fly there and then you're in the yeah. airport and you come back i gotta come back because i have no time off uh but that's it dude mm-hmm. my my time off next year is gone mm-hmm. because of this one trip i want to take and um I, I it it comes down to like me having to take time off non-pay mm-hmm. which i'll do but i just think as a culture it's like yeah i'll do it I'll, i would do it for the mental health yeah of not having like to have that freedom but um it's it just pains me that like we think that that's okay and then you know you stay at your company for five years and you get an extra week off yeah you move up to three weeks wow i I dedicated five years to you guys and i got three weeks i don't know what needs to change i'm not trying to freaking change it you know or come up with a solution on here but i just think it's hilarious because you look at like you said we're not other countries aren't on eight hour work days they aren't they're not on this strict time off stuff and we have this our uh, this comes down to like generations Mm -hmm. like maybe it will change for our kids or whatever but like our parents yeah my parents like if you were sick you're going to work like you you (laughs) go work like that's it you work hard you come home and then you you repeat it over and Mm -hmm. that sucks you want a day out that fucking sucks you get your two days a week Mm -hmm. um for for your weekend (laughs) jeez i almost flipped the table um but yeah i I think that that sucks a, a shit ton i mean i i would enjoy more time off a year to go explore the world Mm -hmm. and it hurts because you 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 think about how am i going to use my time off this year Mm -hmm. okay thanksgiving christmas there's already days there so my two weeks is already cut down to maybe a week and a half if we're if we're putting it lightly like if i'm taking a couple days there Mm -hmm. right so it just keeps going down and down and down it's like i don't know i don't know like what needs to change but it just it just sucks mm. overall something something that i've learned from just like talking to people here um in the in the episodes that i've already been pushed at and some of the ones that haven't is like I, and i don't think this was intentional like when i originally started to to talk to people but uh, we end up talking about like work-life balance mm-hmm. and it's it seems really apparent that there's for a lot of people like just having that is probably one of the most important things because like you 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 need some sort of work in order to like sustain yourself financially and like yeah you know pay or survive essentially but also that in a way is also kind of necessary because if you were always doing something that you love just 24 7 you would you might even get bored of that or you just might stop loving it altogether yeah it's kind of what keaton and i talked about yeah exactly um 
so it i don't know it, it's just it's really interesting to me just to hear more people's thoughts on it especially just because it, it becomes more apparent that having a work-life balance is is uh super critical and i think people people understand like what's important to them like what they actually need to prioritize so like their their mental health or physical health and mm-hmm. being around other people that they care about that that seems to kind of be the just the overall message of like what's what's really important in life yeah um but at the same time it it is also interesting because you, you feel like work sort of puts all those priorities on the pedestal yeah which is kind of nice so on the on the topic of work-life balance i was listening to the i think it was the rogue one episode of, of the film crawl <laughs> yeah Day, which is really fucking funny <laughs> dude you uh, you're listening i gotta go back and listen to some of these because it's kind of like it's like you know yeah I, I mean, it's out of sight ago. out of mind type thing oh yeah 100%. like after i record it's like i don't even know what we said mm-hmm. i could be arrested because i said something stupid <laughs> like whatever but yeah yeah and yeah that and you just just don't remember what you said and, and <laughs> what the topics were at that time so like me having just listened to it i was like oh yeah that was really funny or just like that was years ago yeah but so something something you brought up in at the beginning of that episode, you were, you were like, God, I hate it when work gets in the middle of my hobbies <laughs> or like interrupts Dude, my hobbies. It does. So I, I'm I, sure we were, I'm sure we were recording. Sorry to cut you off, but I'm, I'm sure we were recording at fucking 9 p.m. that night or uh-huh. something stupid because I was stuck doing something at work. Yeah, and I think like, that's probably what it was. Yeah. You're apologizing to Nicole. But so I was going to ask, so it sounds like when you do have time off, you you want to spend it doing like things that are important to you, like spending time with Brooke and like going yeah. out and doing things. It, let's say if you if you just had free time in general, like not necessarily to go on a vacation, but like on a weekend even, like yeah. what, what would you typically be doing? Man, it's hard. I, I, I think uh, I have time anxiety. Um, I, I constantly want to do so many things Mm -hmm. in the short amount of time that i have Mm -hmm. and i get anxiety thinking about missing out on that time missing out or if i'm spending that time doing something else that i'm like shit i didn't i didn't even talk to my wife today like (laughs) you know like well part of a lot of what i like to do and you know you mentioned film crawl but i do like to stream video games online and like that's that's something that um, I've been doing more and I'm trying to be more consistent and we talk about this content at the beginning and stuff, but like that, that's, that's on a weekend, you know, if I have time, like I'd love to jump on and just play. I just like playing video games. Um, I like watching sports too. That's, mm-hmm. I spend a lot of my time doing that. Um, but I really focus on I focus more on what I want to create content-wise than actually doing it. And I think that's my biggest flaw right now is, like, I, I hyper-focus on, like, what I should be doing mm-hmm. in that free time, and then I don't accomplish it because yeah. I'm, like, watching someone else tell me what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I just spent two hours watching some dude tell me how he's got... 50 million subs on twitch like yeah. like what the fuck dude i should just be just doing just it just do it yeah yeah that that's it sounds so stupid but it's like it's like the simplest thing like just freaking do it so i've been training myself to like 
schedule that time uh-huh. schedule the streams on twitch like on mondays tuesdays and wednesdays i'm gonna do it right um we should I'm not doing it tonight because you know i already told the people that i'm not gonna be on but uh but yeah that's that's something that i think you know i like to do oh we love brooke and i love to just kind of just chill like mm-hmm. um you know either we do a day trip if that's like something to sedona like we right now yeah, with you're work, like right there yeah yeah basically <laughs> but with work from home stuff like getting out is more important sometimes mm-hmm. I can, so, I, 100% even if we just freaking drive around the block mm-hmm. like i've just driven around the block mm-hmm. just it, i drove my car today down here as the farthest it's been in a while like, yeah um but yeah that's just i don't even know if i answered your question completely but no i i think that's kind of like i'm in the space of like i want to stream i want to create content um but i also struggle with like the other priorities in my life yeah i was gonna say that sounds like kind of like uh there there is like so much potential there and so much that you want to do so it's hard to like pick one because then you're you're considering the opportunity cost of like not spending time on the other things that you want to do yeah it's like okay if i spend all this time streaming then i'm missing out on spending time with my wife or Mm -hmm. do doing more content for pod or doing anything else that i want to do so like that that stuff won't be as high quality yeah or so and i think that's where maybe i shouldn't stream i should do those other things (laughs) yeah Yeah, and i think that's where uh like a lot of the struggles came with film crawl and stuff but Mm -hmm. uh we're figuring it out we are coming back you heard it here you heard you heard it here live at between the two yeah you heard it here first we are coming back but it's a matter of how are we going to manage our own expectations for the show? What are we going to mm-hmm. do? You know, I don't even know if you have a release cadence. I didn't ask you that. It's kind of, I don't even, I haven't picked it up. If there is a release cadence, is like whatever, two, what two times a week, once oh, a week. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. are you, what are you trying um, to do? I would, that's a great question that I was thinking about today because right now I think I'm just trying to ramp up just to have content just out to get there. it yeah um so i'm trying to do two a week until i have at least 10 episodes out and then i'll probably do one a week yeah that's um, that's a good idea and i i'm thinking about i'm i told nicole we should just queue up the episodes yeah stock up the pile of episodes that way yeah. we're not for that way we're not rushing to record mm-hmm. and and edit and get thumbnails and get social media posts and like like i'm ocd about that stuff mm-hmm. and and i need to have it like in order um like i yeah if i'm like building a thumbnail it. the night of the release like mm-hmm. fuck, dude. like I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm not in a good mood because nicole said what on today's <laughs> but if i'm doing that like i'm not in a good mood because um like we just talked about this time anxiety and it's like fuck i should have done this earlier we should have been more mm-hmm. prepared um but yeah I, I, you know i think you have a good idea of doing 10 then do the once a week yeah as long as you're uh, comfortable enough to where you know if i skip a week if i get sick yeah and i can't record the mm-hmm. the filler the the backfill yeah, yeah, yeah. that you still can release the episodes uh-huh and then catch back up you're in a good spot yeah i think the issue that i'm having right now is is kind of a good one to have is because like i have a lot of episodes that i'm sitting on yeah and but it's just exhausting to to edit (laughs) edit or even to honestly just to like sit down with people and like most of the time we're we're drinking all like that entire time so (laughs) 
like three days in a row where I'm talking to people for for two plus hours at a it's time. It's exhausting. Uh, drinking and then like a- after having like you know yeah. gone to work, gone to the gym, doing all this normal shit that I don't really do. So it's like, I it's it's tiring so far and hobbies are exhausting yeah this is short term i definitely enjoy it like but it is a lot a lot of work and maybe not like maybe it was more work than i was expecting it to be Mm -hmm. but it's that's just kind of where i'm at now with the pod so i feel like i'm grateful that i have so many people that have reached out and said positive things about the pod so far and even just but at the same time it's like i have all this content and now I, i need to put in like a lot of hours just to actually polish it and, and have it ready to go yeah and you you're you're judge jury and executioner honestly yeah so is- you need to just make sure that you you stay strong with like doing what you said like mm-hmm. if you're gonna do two a week till 10 then do once a week do you want to yeah sure make sure that you get the the content squared away for that you know before you before you get yourself caught and you're like fuck (laughs) you know my episodes bailed on me this week and i don't even have another episode to release i think i think if that happened i wouldn't be too too upset right now because then i was like okay i'll just yeah right now you're fine right but all right so you want do you want watermelon or raspberry um i'll do watermelon i so my top two are raspberry and peach okay and so i want you to taste or have have a swag of that Cheers. Um, so since we you brought up um, the film crawl and kind of talking about just just sort of getting started, like saying just fuck it and just doing the thing. Yeah. I kind of wanted to to ask you about like your own perspectives on starting a podcast. So like kind of taking a step back and going back to what was it 20, 2017, 2018 when you and Nicole were talking about this in the first in was the first it that place. long ago dude I think, I think it was yeah it's been it's been what a year while. is it right now like it's 2021 it's, it's almost 2022 fuck man yeah it, it's been a long time i think we were uh, i think we thought about doing the pod more than longer than the pod's actually been out um, <laughs> really? i'm trying to do the math on that but uh, I think it nets a little couple more months more than the actual pod was released, but uh, we had a lot of ideas coming up with it, and I think it was, and like I kind of talked about in the beginning, was we wanted we wanted to do it because it's fun. Mm-hmm. It really is fun. Um, this is fucking fun doing this. Oh yeah. This is. I was so stoked to come here because I was like, this is going. I know Nicole was on the show, and we're gonna see her tonight and whatever, but. I was like, this is going to spark... Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to re-spark the pod mm-hmm. for not only me, but I think for Nicole. I hope for Nicole. But yeah, uh, I don't want to put words in her mouth. But yeah, it's... Um, she just barges through the window. Like, you fucking shit. She's dick. like, God, now we have to do it. Um, but I, I think it was more of like, we should just do it because we have have a lot of opinions about film um about movies and nicole is really talented in her writing skill and i and i thought like our combination of like like i could do the technical stuff the the editing Mm -hmm. which i failed at (laughs) it's all like we talked about a lot of work but um and we could really make something fun out of it and it was awesome having people on the show. I really wish we had more people on the show. Yeah, I wish that too. Uh, you need to come out. <laughs> you, you'll probably be on like what the first release of the the, the relaunch. Release. 
Um, Guilty a new hope. <laughs> You're our only hope to spark the audience's interest again. But yeah, I think it was just kind of like, hey, we should just do this. Like we, we sit here and just talk about movies at work. Mm. Why not just throw a mic up? Pods were big back then. Mm-hmm. Pods are still big, but they were like... I don't even know why. Maybe because Joe Rogan. I don't even know what where that came from, but everyone started listening to podcasts. Yeah, like if you weren't listening or, to podcasts, you were stupid. Yeah, or everybody <laughs> wanted to to start a podcast as well. Exactly, I, like, yeah. Even, I remember even back then, like that's all people would talk about. Because, I don't know, it, I think it's like something that's like that people think is like glamorous about it maybe that's because of joe rogan because he has a bunch of bougie guests on and like there's really high class people yeah but i mean it is like at the end of the day a lot of work but that's kind of off topic um so (laughs) so for for the film crawl in particular just because you're we've been talking about like how you guys have kind of been on a break um yeah can you go into a little bit about like what's impacted that in, in the past so when i when i spoke to nicole she talked a lot about how um, how COVID was a was a big issue, and then also um, just sort of COVID in combination with being able to decide on which movies to actually pick and talk about. Yeah, um, I have a fucking list of movies that we could do. Mm-hmm. It's sitting there. It's out there. It's the hundreds of movies long. Mm-hmm. Like you talked about in that episode, you were yeah, like, yeah, there's a you're good like, movies out there. You're like. <laughs> fucking movies out there i mean we only have 110 111 episodes but only yeah that's that's really good too like that was 111 we had a slight break for my wedding time around there like october november yeah how dare me get married um so that kind of cut into it like month wise but that was a week that's an episode a week and then not including um star wars when we were doing star wars we were doing two episodes a week we were doing the movie and then star wars Mm -hmm. and up until uh rise of skywalker Mm -hmm. so that was really fun that was a lot of work because we were double recording um in one sitting Mm -hmm. sometimes oh shit fucking sit down tonight (laughs) yeah (laughs) we would sit down we would record and then we'd be like pause get a drink get a water Mm -hmm. Let's go next hour. Oh, shit, I should probably order the pizza soon. Oh, dude, don't worry about it right Right. now. Um, But tell Nicole to order. (laughs) Just Um, kidding. We had a live call. (laughs) Our our first caller on the Between the Soup here. She's like, hello? Hey, can you get some pizza? (laughs) But um, I think, so COVID was a big thing for us because we were in person. Mm-hmm. and there's an energy in the room when you're in person oh, and and switching from that to going to like discord like we were doing was really hard um not only because of that energy but also because i just love nicole and <laughs> i love to hang out with her yeah so it was kind of like deflating in a way um gotcha. but it is more of an excuse if if anything um i think the biggest thing was Nicole kind of touched on it, and I don't know if it's necessarily the biggest thing, but we didn't manage our expectations, nor did we, um, nor did we like. Ex- we I guess that's just it. Like we didn't manage our expectations. Mm-hmm. Like we we really we talk about how we do the pod for us because it's fun, but in mm-hmm. reality, we do it for the people that listen. Like in in you know 
if we're looking at a pie chart for, for the patreon subs yeah <laughs> if we're looking at a pie chart like there's a huge portion of that is for the people that listen because actually people do enjoy it mm-hmm. um just like people enjoy this show but Thanks. um like me but you know i felt like we were lacking the feedback we wanted and okay um like i talked about at the beginning of this show was you know do your content keep reduce keep producing it keep releasing it it will eventually adapt and and change Mm -hmm. right and i think we wanted that feedback to help us adapt Mm -hmm. instead of taking the step ourselves and being like no we if we want to do this Mm -hmm. you know if we want to do an episode like this we should we should just fucking do it um, and we didn't really do that. We try to do polls. We try to, you know, we try to interact with mm-hmm. the with the with the users or the listeners, the audience, whatever you want. To call. I don't want to call them fans. Most of them are just our the friends. Crawlers. Yeah, the crawlers. Uh, but most of them were just our friends, right? But I think we just lacked that, um, and we didn't manage our. It's I'm not blaming anyone, mm-hmm. uh, only ourselves, and we didn't manage our expectations, um, and we didn't we didn't come up with an idea of like. Well, okay, like, the the poll did shitty. I was the only one that voted on my own personal account, <laughs> you know, like, um, and yeah. we should just do what we want. Mm-hmm. And I told Nicole, I talked to her the other day, and I was like, we should never conform. <laughs> we should never do what we want. No, we should never conform the content to just because someone said something. Like, you should be able to say whatever you want on your show. Yeah. I should be able to produce whatever I want on my show, and or at least just stay true to your whatever. stay true to what you want to do, right? Yeah. yeah, that if someone says ah this sucks, you should do this. Like I'll consider it, but if it's not gonna, if we feel like it's not gonna fit uh, the the vibe, mm-hmm. then we're not gonna do it. But um, I think we were just wanting more interaction, and then we ultimately, geez, we ultimately got uh, lazy. And that was it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was like a combination of like all those things working yeah. together in a pot. Mm-hmm. And then it just became like, fuck, man. Like, it, it became sometimes more of a chore because I think we were doing, like, I'm, I, I, I may be sounding like I'm talking about like major content things, but I'm just talking about episodes. Like, we were doing Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That was boring to us. Mm-hmm. Why were we doing it? Yeah, because it was big, because it was fun, because everyone was watching it, right? Mm-hmm. Those episodes did worse than Rogue One, than Knives Out. Yeah. Our top, Out one of our top too. downloaded episodes is MI Five Spooks of the Greater Good with Kit Harrington. I have never even heard of that movie until <laughs> Nicole brought it up. It was on Netflix. It's some shitty James Bond esque <laughs> thing. And that became one of the best episodes. And I don't think mm-hmm. that's because of... of uh, I don't think that's just because everyone, no one was talking about that movie. Mm-hmm. It was out for a long time, and we just decided to do it. Another one of our tops is Interstellar. And those are good movies that we feel passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I think those had traction because people could feel the passion in the episode Mm -hmm. well we're talking about falcon and winter soldier or like something that was boring to us we're not interested enough to keep the audience interested so Mm -hmm. that's i think that's where our slump came in we turned more into like well should we just do it because it's relevant right and rather than we should just do it because no this is a fucking good film and i want to talk about it 
another one of our tops is Okja. Okja, Parasite. Those were huge episodes for us. Okja has like 100,000 views on YouTube. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They're all from Vietnam. I don't know why. But, um, yeah, and that felt good. Like, in a large part of it is... Uh, a large part of doing it too the the best and most rewarding thing about doing this and i am a i am at fault at this as a listener and a viewer of all my favorite content creators is interacting with the content creator it is the greatest feeling when someone tweets us Mm -hmm. when someone quote messages us on instagram when someone comments on youtube Mm -hmm. that is the best feeling i don't even i don't even care if it's you hate me like you're like this episode blows balls i hated when you said you know at, at, at yeah. 50 minutes you said this and i'm like you listen 50 minutes yeah like i appreciate yeah. you thank or, you for or, feedback. like you even brought up that that point that was 50 minutes in which means that you were listening to what we were saying that's in the first place. yeah so I, I agree with that that's kind of it was a melting pot of things um but ultimately it's on us i take a large responsibility of it um, I know Nicole does as well, but now it, it was like a creative slump. And I think what, when Nicole says creative slump, I think she means like the content we were doing, which was yeah. like these these shows and movies that we weren't interested in, um, and it didn't yeah. it didn't fulfill it. So I, I'm thinking a lot about uh, how fuck. It's <laughs> all right. You can cut all this. That's what's great. Yeah, that's the that's the best part. But it is more work. Um, <laughs> Just how um, I think that life is better overall when you have some sort of conflict involved in it. So kind of what I was mentioning earlier with like, you you know, you appreciate all the things that are actually a priority, uh, actually a priority to you because you have the the sort of obstacle of work involved. Like that's sort of like the conflict. Um, But so for for like the, the podcast, when at least for me when i listen like the one the episodes that are the most engaging is are pretty much when like you and nicole sort of take a side or like present present a theme or an issue in the movie that is up for debate and you guys just sort of discuss the 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 different perspectives about that so i think honestly if if like the episodes are centered around some sort of some sort of conflict to where everything that you talked about is building up to some sort of resolution for whatever argument is that you're making it it's more engaging because then listeners like myself can be like okay that like i agree with with sam or i agree with nicole yeah and what they're what you guys are talking about has a point because it relates to this overarching argument uh so in a sense like we'll take a movie like blade runner 2049 right mm-hmm. and we'll say like instead of us just talking the likes and dislikes we're mm-hmm. gonna say like maybe we get the beginning of the show is a little bit of a like how we felt mm-hmm. about the film overall but then the, the main topic of the show or the episode title is gonna be something that's centered around that issue like mm-hmm. well i hated that you know ryan reynolds ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling didn't talk, like is underused in the movie. Like he has yeah. no, like no emotion, mm-hmm. or he has no character because he doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. He has like twenty lines maybe. Yeah. But then Nicole's argument is, well, that makes it better because of X Y Z. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's a great idea. 
I, or even like a, another example I have. So since I just listened to Rogue One, I'm going to use that as an example. Yeah. So you were you were really on the side of of this is an awesome fucking Star Wars movie because it, <laughs> it, it, it really is. It's one of my favorites. Um, and and so there were a couple times where you would bring up that like you don't you didn't understand like why people had so much beef with it. And yeah. Nicole was just like, bro, really? Like, but you guys didn't really like didn't talk, dive talk. into yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just like you talked about your likes and your dislikes, but then that was it, and there, you didn't really like address like what that sort of conflict was or yeah. why why you specifically thought the 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 movie was great and why Nicole was just like, yeah, really, it's like I could definitely see why it wasn't like yeah. So like in in that case, like the conflict could be does are the are the bad points in in rogue one like the beginning or like just the dumb build-up dialogue does yeah. that overshadow how epic of an ending that the movie was right that's just an example that it, yeah i don't know and i think um i'm not this is a great idea um i think what we're trying to or what we want to do is produce like nicole said in her episode she was like well we want it to be like you come out of the theater and it's just kind of like, dude, the fucking that part was insane. My mind was <laughs> melted, you know. And then it's like, yeah. you know, so I think we could still have that, uh-huh. like you're saying at the beginning. And then we go to kind of go into yeah. like, okay, the meat of the episode is this damn scene with Vader in the hall. Yeah. Like, is it just fan service or is it just mm. is it is that really like what would happen? Yeah. And, so and now that I'm that. thinking about like more yeah. like points of conflict that you guys are talking about that I thought was interesting was like the use of CGI. Yeah. So I think uh, one of you said that it was like that it was good that you liked it, and the other one said it was distasteful. And yeah. So like just like I think picking sides. We like, could say that for every movie right now. Yeah. Right now. Uh, <laughs> every movie, but At, yeah. Every. Uh, yeah, I don't. Just anytime that you take sides, like it's it's just more. It's, it's just more engaging. Way more engaging. Yeah. And you you guys are are good enough friends and good enough co-hosts to like where not get butt hurt. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah, you guys. I don't think I've ever gotten butt hurt or like gotten really catty. Like it's just yeah. like you guys are talking about it because you're passionate about it. Yeah, I've never said. Really cool. I've never had Nicole say anything where I was like like really upset. Yeah. Um, and I hope I haven't. I wish you were fucking. <laughs> I wish you were fucking. And I haven't. I hope I haven't had that for her. You know, I hope I haven't said something that like made her upset. But yeah. Um, I and know. if I did, she should be able to tell me because I will. I'm not afraid to, uh, you know, say I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm like the first in line that's to say that I fucked up. But yeah. Um, um, I think that's a huge thing. I really appreciate the feedback, and yeah. I, I mean, think I we're gonna look at it. That you're accepting of it because because it's not really an easy conversation to to give feedback constructive criticism is the best yeah not not a lot of people are are really receptive of that so it's cool that yeah that you are i mean not saying that my opinion is right or wrong but it's just kind of what i noticed i mean whether it's a um we do the long form pod like we usually do and then the next week we do uh, the debate style or mm-hmm. or we that's a good idea yeah too. or we reformat the whole thing um right now on our mind is kind of doing some more youtube content wink wink um we want to do we want to produce some like video essay style stuff kind of get like you're saying get more in depth but more of like the creative like the creative art of film um you know like the one on top of our heads is always 2049 with like the use of color Mm -hmm. and how that portrays in the story and like Mm -hmm. so 
those things are are what we're gonna do. I al- I'm always open to making the pod better, and I think we take what you just said. Maybe we get G- some feedback G-G from it. Easy. GGs. Yeah, I, I think I, that's the other kind of point I was going to make, too, for, like, is, since it does sound like you guys were in a creative slump, and, like, like it sounded like you kind of got used to, like, what you said, like, not really managing your expectations and sort of getting a little bit discouraged from that. Yeah. And so once you, like, even though you were consistent for a really, really long time, once you consistently stopped recording for pod, then that, that, be, that became sort of, like, the new habit. Yeah. So I, I think with, like honestly just trying something new regardless of what it is it's something that's to get you guys excited about recording again like i feel like that would be just really good in terms of getting yeah. back into the consistency of the, of the pod and i don't <laughs> i don't know why nicole is like against like watching old movies or like kind of like the list that you said because i'm like there's tons that Dude, you haven't i've been about i've been dying that, to do like saving like, private ryan or like some oh, some yeah. crazy crazy films that we haven't done yet yeah. uh I really want to do Space Odyssey. Um, that would be a great debate film. Because um, I could see myself saying that it is a sci-fi masterpiece and Nicole saying that it didn't really do much for the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, that... I don't know. Now my juices, my brain, my brain <laughs> juices are flowing. Um, and I think that's that's exactly what we need. We need something where, like you said, we're not bored of, like all right let's just go talk about it where it's like no let's come up with an idea of this movie and make it more challenging Mm -hmm. even if we both liked it that's the hard part Mm -hmm. when you both love the movie Mm -hmm. well how am i gonna come up with the defense on this and Mm -hmm. that will make the episodes i think a little more enjoyable because it's like well i got the short end of the stick because the movie's really hard to you know pick apart but here's here's what we're gonna go for Mm -hmm. so uh, that's a good idea yeah, that's that's how I felt when uh, Nicole and I were talking about the marriage story because like the whole the whole sort of point of that is that we both saw we saw the same film but like sort of viewed it from different yeah. points of view like her being uh, or her having been in a relationship and being in a breakup and me having gone through di- like having divorced parents yeah. like that impacted our our view of the movie and so elements in that film were both good and bad because of that yeah and whether or not that was good was up to for for debate like yeah i don't know i feel like i'm being <laughs> a dead horse now but that's cool I, I mean i would love to be on at some point it's only dude been you're like, gonna be it's on it's only been like five years but you're gonna be on introducing guests in that format we're gonna have to think about it but yeah we'll be on we're not gonna solve that on this conversation though. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Between the Soup. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, you can reach out to betweenthesoup.pod on Instagram to let me know what your thoughts were on the discussion. If you didn't like it, you should definitely let me know what your thoughts were so that way I can improve the show. Uh, Thanks again so much. Uh, It means a lot that you're tuning in. just about like on time uh i do have more questions i let's do it i guess we could just keep going yeah um, until nicole gets here um just have her wait in the car (laughs) (laughs) 